Cut the crap. How many times a day do you want to say that to politicians, the elite, the loony liberals, the fake news media, and the gender-confused, emotional, socialist, snowflake crowd? Cut the crap is your secret weapon for fighting for our freedoms and our great republic. It all begins with a massive mental enema, freeing you from the toxic news and politically correct views, which constipate your consciousness with stinking thinking. Your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. He's known for calling out politicians and telling them to cut the crap. You've seen him on virtually every television network and listened to him on Coast to Coast Radio. And now he's here to help you learn to fight for America. Culture, race, and American politics, they all have one thing in common. They all need to cut the crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. Hey there, folks. Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer here. Welcome to Cut the Crap. CRAP is an acronym that stands for Culture, Race, and American Politics. Today, I've decided, well, let's share some coffee, let's chat, and let's crap with uh, myself. I'm uh, very happy everybody's here. A little just informal get-together. There's times when we just need to reconnect and talk. Uh, I don't know what's going on on Facebook. I'll give you an example uh, Helen there. Helen, I'd normally see everybody's photo, but something's acting up with Facebook. You know, uh, your photo should appear like that, like we have with Cindy's there. Hey, but it works today. It kind of looks like a cup of coffee. We're going to be talking about, hey, just whatever questions you want to talk about and coffee. Uh, I think it's really uh, interesting. Maybe I'll do this a regular just, uh, you know, for us to cut together. So I don't know what's going to get wrong with my studio. Normally I can see your faces. I like to be able to put your faces up on the screen. Are you saying you can see the faces on, on Facebook when I like Peggy, when I pop this up, right? I don't see it, but on my screen, I don't see your lovely face. Are you saying it when I put it up there? Uh, anyway, so thanks everybody for joining. Let's just have a casual conversation. Um, I believe a lot of you really like Twitch. And so I'm going to go ahead and stay on Twitch because I can put you on the screen and I want to be able to incorporate uh, for you anytime I can incorporate you into the program. We'll figure out what's going on in, in uh, Facebook where I can't see your photo when it comes to the screen. Uh, I'm not sure if when I broadcast this out, broadcast out in that circle, are you seeing just a little tan oval or are you actually seeing your lovely faces? But I'm going to stay on Facebook for you. I mean, Twitter for you guys. Right, Henry, I've been watching. Everybody likes it. And so we'll do that because it's a way I can, uh, you know, bring you in here with me. So get your coffee. If you've never followed along with me for coffee, I'm a French press drinker, Right. And I love French press coffee over all coffee in the world. Uh, I don't think I can refresh my broadcast program and do it. Janet, how are you doing? I am, I'm doing well. 
And, and Janet, I, I worry about you. I worry about you because I really don't want to bring it up, but I, I want to ask, I know you lost your husband and I, I truly hope you are doing okay. You are among friends here. And I just want you to know you're loved from afar. I wish I was there, could give you great hugs and we could hang out and have coffee together. I'd do it if I was in your neighborhood anyway. So uh, do you like uh, chocolate with your coffee, right? Do you like, and uh, here's everybody saying, thanks for adding Twitch back. I'll keep Twitch back. Uh, i sorry. Uh, Mary, Marianne, I didn't know you were a widow. Uh, I'm very sorry for that. A lot of people, you know, we all get to know each other. We're family and friends here. And we've been through it. We've lost people along the way. Uh, Helen just got a brand new grandbaby, right? Friday the 13th. I wonder if she named them Jovan or had them name them Jovan. That'd be interesting. Anyway, <laughs> um, we've been through it all, right? We have friends and family here. My curls are coming out, yes, because my hair is growing. My hair's mega curly. You don't see it when I lop it off. I try not to, I guess as I get older, let it grow out. Because I, I tend to look mad scientist and very Jewish. <laughs> as, I let, as I let it grow out, I'm very mad scientist and very Jewish. Uh, especially if I wear my uh, little uh, little round beanie glasses. And so that's okay. They, yeah, it's a Jufro. I have a Jufro, <laughs> truly. It's And that's not a that's not an insult at all. So anyway, uh, <laughs> who said that? Janet says, I wish I had curly hair. I can curl your hair. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I have those uh, linen glasses. Anyway, yeah, mad scientists and Jewish. Oh, my God. Imagine that. You know, it's really been sad. I don't know if you've ever watched Gab. I'm really, uh, I don't know if it's bots, but Gab is really anti-Semitic. It's really weird. Um, but let's talk about coffee, okay? I like chocolate with, there you go, curling hair and curling toes. Uh, I like chocolate with my coffee. You know something that's really good with coffee? Snickers bars and Nutty Baby Ruth bars, right? Great with coffee. Oh, wait a minute. Did you look at that? Let me see that again. Baby Ruth bars, you know, with the peanuts in it. Uh, do you know what this is? That's called a Sumatran civet. A Sumatran civet. Do you know what this is? This is not a baby Ruth bar. It's the shit of a Sumatran civet who has a diet of coffee beans. And so, yeah, that's cat shit. Yep. Cat shit. Now you look at it closely, you can see it. That shit is supposed to be the rarest coffee in the world, and it's $600 a pound. 
catch it. Wild Sumatran civet, wild kind of moly, weaselly cat shit. And for some reason, these animals eat the bean, <laughs> right? It's considered the world's priciest coffee because these civets eat the beans, partially digest them, shit them out in the wild. People go harvest them like mushroom because they say allegedly the cats dissect the digestive tracts, uh, <laughs> lend the beans an irresistibly mellow flavor. I don't know about you, but I don't think I want rat hair in my coffee. But hey, to each his own. Guys, would you drink cat shit coffee? I have to tell you, and you're right, Jane, that is some crazy shit. I told you it was coffee chat and crap, right? I have to tell you, I would try it. And I thought about that. Nancy, I had the same thought. Who in the hell said, well, I think, oh, let's see how the coffee bean is in this cat shit. Uh, it would probably be somebody inherently lazy, knew there was coffee in the bean. Uh, maybe the cat went away. They picked up the beans and go, oh, coffee, right? Uh, I think I would try. I think I would try it just to say I tried it. I've eaten turtle penis, right? Uh, had that over in China. I've I've crunched on duck head and beaks. And we're not talking meat. We're talking barbecued duck head and meat. They do that over in China. It's a very cheap uh, street food. People just kind of suck the barbecue sauce off of it. It's really weird. I think I would. I think I would try cat shit coffee. Just to say I did. I think I would uh, try. Don says it's an acquired taste. Does that mean when you get closer to the source, Don, it's a little more flavorful? <laughs> Check this out. This is the animal, a Sumatran civet. It's some sort of cat, fox, uh, weasel, cross. And it eats coffee beans and it pre-digests them. You can kind of see they're kind of worn. And they poop coffee beans. And people gather this up, and it's $600 a pound, right? <laughs> yeah, Dave, you got to be careful when you get close to the source there, right? Uh, Virginia Girl says, uh, when I was in Cambodia, I had stuffed frog bellies and whole roasted birds. They look like sparrows. Yeah, you eat bones and all on those. I haven't had frogs' bellies. I haven't had frogs' bellies, but evidently there's some places I couldn't find it when I was in China. I know they do penis buffets, turtle penis. Um, they're about yay long. It's kind of a cross between gristle. And maybe a uh, remember those old little shoestring French fries? 
those little things. Try to think that, right? It would be, it's a grizzly, meaty, not necessarily fatty with a crunch to it, penis. I like Rocky Mountain oysters, right? I think Rocky Mountain oysters are great, right? It's good stuff. Um, no foreskin. Uh, I don't, sorry, I don't eat calamari with my penis. Uh, wrong foreskin. Uh, no, no, because it's pulled out. Anyway, who thinks about this, right? Uh, but you think about, uh, somebody said Johnny Cat washed out his teacher eating some raw oysters raw or, or uh, Rocky Mountain oysters. You mean raw oysters or oysters or you mean testicles, right? Uh, is, some, is my rumble messing up? No, we're on my rumble. I see people on my rumble. And finally, Gitter's getting its crap back together. Something was horribly wrong with the stream. Anyway, here's what we're doing, folks. We're having coffee. Pour yourself a cup of coffee this morning. Have some coffee with me. Got a ghost says, did you know a bare-nosed wombat poops cube, cubes? Okay, I'm going to look that up. Let's see if I can find some cube shit. Okay, hang on. Bare-nosed wombat. Why do wombat poop cubes? Holy smoke. Bare-nosed wombats do poop cubes. Okay, let me see if I can find one big enough to share on my screen. Hang on. This one's... Ooh, here you go. I never knew that. Okay, so see, look, my show's educational. You learn something every day. You learn how to drink coffee, shat by a cat, and that bare-nosed wombats truly shit bricks. Now, that's pretty funny, right? Okay, uh, shit cubes. Hang on, let me find one this way. <laughs> Did you know a wombat shits cubes? Where the freaky-deaky did it go? Hang on. There it is. Okay. I'm going to show you a square-nosed wombat. I never know that. Look at that. Squeeze cubes. Okay. That's interesting. And, and um, see a lot of them online. It's actually square poop. Now, that's a lot of anus muscles. An, an Australian native wombat produces up to 100 cube shit poops a night. Scientists have uncovered, hang on, uh, why? They use piles to mark territory. The shape helps it stop rolling away. Despite having round anuses like other animals, wombats do not produce round pellets, tubular cores, or messy pies, piles. Researchers reveal on Saturday the varied elasticity of the intestines help to sculpt the poop into cubes. There's something totally delicious that'll make you interesting at a party. Anyway, ask your questions. Any questions you want to go uh, ask about. I'm giving you a little known facts about coffee in the meantime. Did you know that espresso is weaker than regular coffee? 
Don't let the price fool you. You need three shots of espresso to match the amount of caffeine that you get in a regular cup of coffee. Did you know that? That'll help you at Starbucks for the Starbucks. Drink. I want three shots. I want a lot of caffeine in there. Well, you just got one, one cup of coffees of caffeine for the price of three ridiculous shots. There you go. I had no idea about that one either. I've told you my favorite. In fact, y'all sent me some. My favorite is uh, Peaberry from New Guinea. What's going on in Georgia? We're hoping to go back into Georgia. We're going to get it to go back into court um, because the Supreme Court has uh, said, right, uh, has said that by previous ruling on taking down a statues that people can be mass harmed, can be mass harmed uh, by acts of other people. So that opened the door. It's going to send it back to Judge Amaro. Uh, Amaro now has to pay the way, right? It pays the way. Um, that we'll probably get to look at the uh, Ballots, 147,000. That's what I hope for. Kim, here's Kim. Here's somebody who knows their sphincter. It must be a muscle tool that breaks it off into a cube. Isn't it? Look, hey, I told you we were going to talk about crap this morning. I just, I had no idea. I was just looking for interesting facts about coffee, right? Interesting facts about coffee. And I had no idea, which, which is, uh, when it comes to coffee, is that the darker the better, berry the better, or lighter the berry better? Do you know which is which? You're right. Virginia Gal knows her coffee. Look at that. Longer ro roasting reduces caffeine content. Highest content is in light roast coffee. Isn't that funny? I like light roast. I don't like dark roast. But it's a flavor thing for me. But I tell you what I have on the way. Uh, it'll probably arrive midsummer, but I have now a little device that sets on my kitchen counter and you put in your raw green coffee bean, right? And you turn it on and it roast it right there in the kitchen, right? right there in the kitchen. And I'm so looking forward to it. I'm so looking forward to it. Because I mean, that's the about the only thing, you know, I, I, I kind of have this thing like I, I adore sashimi, fresh raw fish, right? Sashimi. Uh, sushi is, you know, with rice, that's all it means with rice. Sushi. And I love that. Uh, and so even for my raw sashimi fix, I've gone right there on the ocean where the salmon and the bears meet. The rivers run into the ocean and caught salmon and filleted them right there on the boat, right? That's how fresh I've gotten it. Uh, so I love sushi and sashimi and etc. cetera. I, I absolutely adore it. And I tell you why. It's kind of like pineapple. Pineapple... If you eat pineapple and it wakes you up because of all of those enzymes and in it, then raw fish, right? 
is all I can tell you is amazing, 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 right? Henry says he used to enjoy the smell and taste of coffee, but uh, COVID took that away. I'm hearing that from a lot of people, uh, but I can't wait for this in-home coffee roaster to come in, right? And bro, if you had sushi once, taste it like bait, you didn't have fresh sushi. It's completely different. You had the wrong wrong, wrong stuff. A few smells I like. Did you, Jan Kendall Myers, did you know that vanilla flavoring is made with beaver? Okay, guys, you're shitting me. Did you know that vanilla flavoring is made with beaver anal glands? Jan, you're pulling my leg, but I'm going to check. Vanilla Now, I don't want to sound discriminatory because I love beaver anal. So I'm not going to discriminate. Okay, so let's see. Beaver butts emit goo used for vanilla flavoring. Holy shit. It's called castorum, C A S T O R E U M. It's a yellowish exudate, meaning ooze, from castor sacs of mature beavers. Beavers use castorum in combination with urine to scent mark their territory. Holy shit. Guys, I mean, you are educating me these time. Beaver butts emit goo. I'm going to show you this. <laughs> emit goo. <laughs> You, you use for vanilla flavoring. Guys, some of the stuff you know, now that's pretty, that's pretty funny. I'd, I'd never heard that one, right? I guess I started it, right, with uh, Sumatran servats or servats or whatever. <laughs> Beaver butt emits emit goo used for vanilla flavoring. Just in time for the holiday cookie season, we discovered that vanilla flavoring in your baked goods and candy could come from the anal excretions of beavers. Hang on. Oh, dang it. I don't want to keep put my email in to keep reading. <laughs> Holy beaver butt, Batman. <laughs> now that's very funny. Now that's very that's that's actually very interesting. I never knew. I'm gonna use that. I'm going to use that. I think it worked as a pickup line. Walk up to some lady, some beaver, and say, What's that? I smell vanilla. <laughs> I have used, I have used coffee pods and 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 soaked them in vodka. I have done that. I have done that. Right? Uh, interesting. Oh, yes, Kelsey. Oh my God, I didn't think about that. Imagine Merrick Garland raiding my computer today and the story coming out from Newsweek, the mainstream press, Jovan, into kinky ass shit. We found cat poo coffee, square wombat shit, and 
beaver anal juice. What a weirdo. <laughs> uh, Dove, Dove, as a matter of fact, it says it won't taint your coffee. <laughs> oh, man. Guys, okay, here. Y'all, but I probably missed some of your questions. Put your questions. I'll give you another coffee one. Anyway, uh, uh, lighter the coffee blend, the better the caffeine, caffeine jolt. Do you know they say that uh, based on the laws of thermodynamics, by adding cream to your coffee, it actually keeps it warmer for 20% longer than keeping it black? Isn't that interesting? Uh, I used to drink creamed coffee. Mind you, not anal creamed coffee. That'd be a new one. But I used to drink only creamed coffee, half and half. And it's been two years now, maybe three. I finally got rid of coffee or cream in my coffee. And now I do it black. But it, it's actually interesting that I have found that black coffee is gold cold faster. Yes, Alabama prosecuted... Uh, ballot stuffing as a felony. I read that. Let me pull that story. Huh? Uh, I knew it was coming. Um, and so here's the story. Alabama official indicted on voter fraud charges, accused of ballot stuffing in the Democratic primary. I knew this was going on. Chairman, let me read it to you. Chairman of Alabama's Perry County Commission has been indicted on felony and misdemeanor count of voter fraud in connection with both the primary and general elections. So he did it twice. During the midterms, Albert Turner Jr. is accused of voting multiple times in the state's primary elections last spring and ballot harvesting during midterm generals in November. This is according to the Secretary of State. Turner has been charged with violating state law prohibiting the fraudulent filling out of other people's absentee ballot. Uh, Decline press conference, blah, blah, blah. The commission's chairman said, not too concerned about Michael Jackson and his bogus change of ballot stuffing and mailing too many. Michael Jackson. Okay. I guess that's his name. Oh, the judge. District Court Attorney is Michael. His name is Michael Jackson. Um, evidently, he's a civil rights activist. Okay, no, he's the son of an Alabama civil rights activist, um, and he's actually been indicted now. Although the activist father is saying that it's nothing but political theater. He ran multiple ballots through voting machines accused of breaking state laws regarding absentee ballots. He got caught with a stack of absentee ballots at the post office. He was stuffing the machine with ballots that he had already filled out for the folks he was supporting. He did that for a good while and had some folks distracting the poll watchers. Activists. Okay, there you go. So that's the story. Um, very interesting. Okay, let's see what else we have. Hang on. Um, no, Karen, it's not April Fool's Day. Beaver butt vanilla. I looked it up in real time. Here, here's what happened. At the beginning of the program, if you just tuned in, I was telling people, you know, because it's, it's, it's coffee, right? Coffee, chat, and crap with me. 
And of course, I'm a, I love, I adore, I go to bed at night excited to wake up and have my coffee. Isn't that horrible? That's one of the thoughts. When I finally lay my head down and I think about the day coming, outside of looking forward to do the program and talking with all of you, I actually go, mm, good, I'm going to be able to have some coffee in the morning. And that's what I think about. Isn't that sad? Anyway, I said I like chocolate with my coffee, which is true. When I was a kid hunting with my dad, we'd take Snicker bars, freeze them in the freezer overnight, and carrying with us frozen to have coffee eating Snickers, which is one of the greatest things, right? And so I said, hey, how about Baby Ruth bars and all the peanuts in it? And I flashed that photo up a couple of times. But it's this cat, which is a Sumatran Savat, or Sivat, and it eats coffee beans. It poops them, poop them. People take the beans out of the poop because it mellowizes them, and it sells up to $60 a pound. And so I'm just giving you uh, stupid little facts about coffee, right? Do you know how uh, coffee... Uh, who drank uh, a gallon of, you know what, you know what you look like if you drank a gallon of coffee a day? Now, I had a ranch manager for years. His name was Charlie. He looked about 70. He was in his 40s. He drank nothing but coffee. I'm surprised he survived, right? I'm, I'm surprised. But you know what happens when, what, what you end up looking like when you drink a gallon of coffee a day? Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt is known, was known for drinking a gallon of coffee a day. No wonder he was always smiled and active and wired and whatever, right? Uh, I, I'm too. I can uh, drink a cup of coffee and fall asleep uh, right away. Sorry. Yeah, $600 a pound. Yes, $600 a pound. Did I say something else? $600 a pound, right, um, in it, okay? Um, let me see, hang on. I love to set up coffee before I go to bed, wake up at one or three and make it. I love the smell of coffees. Here's some of my most interesting smells I like that actually go, I like that. Um, coffee, fresh roasted coffee. This is going to sound weird. It comes from my childhood. A cigarette when it's first lit. Not a sm not smoking. I don't know what it is, but a cigarette when it's first lit. A lumber yard, fresh cut lumber. Fresh cut grass. A barn, the smell of a barn. Bacon, you better believe it. Bacon. Fresh baked bread. Right? Fresh baked bread. You're right. Rain, rain when it very first falls and there's a little bit of uh, heat still. Yep. Yep. 
Yep, 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 yep. Uh, I too, I like the smell of horses. I like the smell of a fire pit, especially when they've used mesquite. Smell of a forest, absolutely right after rain. Oh, you're right. New leather. Chris. And you're a horse person too. Do you have a pony outfit made out of leather? New leather, you're right. Uh pu puppy's breath, puppy's kisses. Yes. That's awesome. That's almost as good as babies. Babies, babies. Oceans when you haven't been there for a while. You're right. Ozone after lightning. You're right. When before a rainstorm. You're right. All of those. Grilling steak right when it goes on and it does that quick grill. Right? Grill. Right? You're right. Smells are a pretty, 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 pretty amazing thing. One of the patents I was working on years ago, and I'm just going to digress while you uh, ask any questions you want to know about other election stuff. One of the things I was working on years ago is I had developed the system. We eventually abandoned the project because so many people are sensitive to cells, but I had mimicked Coca-Cola and I had mimicked popcorn. And it was a scent system in movie theaters based on the fact some movie theaters will pump in the, the popcorn popping smell to make you hungry. But I realized I could scent movies. So imagine a car chase on the tires. I could literally, in a, an instant thing with AC, I could do the burnt rubber, rubber smell, right? And so I realized, uh, and I know it sounds stupid, where people in the old days used to do smell-o-vision. Did any of you have smell-o-vision when you were a kid? The newspapers used to do it right? It was a square card that would come in the newspaper that was a scratch and sniff. Remember when they invented scratch and sniff? And you'd get it in the Sunday newspaper and you would watch it with TV and you'd scratch it at the right time, scratch and sniff. Where is that? Hang on. Because you, you can't a good one. Hang on, hang on, hang on. When you said it, I got it. Hang on, hold on. Cap guns. Janet, you're right. Those little red cap guns. Do they still have those for kids? Or are we so woke we don't have that anymore? Cap guns. You're right. Those little caps. Cap, cap. Right? That you put in a little uh, thing. Cap, cap guns. And a newly painted room with the right type of paint. But they used to have smell-o-vision. Anyway, I was... Um, working in theater stuff where I could instantly introduce these to the AC systems and you could elevate people's moods. You could uh, make them want soda. You could make them want popcorn and all this other stuff. You're right. Sulfur when lighting a wooden match, that instant strike of uh, the sulfur match. You're right. Don said smelling a pole when he went out catting. Uh, I mean, sorry, first time experience with a pole cat. <laughs> True story. You got to watch out that you got to watch for that stuff. I know you're kind of weak like me. I remember the very first time I had sex. Her mother caught us. I couldn't believe it. Her mother caught us. She was screaming mad. All I could hear was. Eh, eh. Of course, that's a joke.
<laughs> tobacco barn. I've never walked into a tobacco barn. So I don't know what that one is, right? I don't know what that is. Oh, here you go. Kenneth says, my girlfriend, when she gets out of the shower. Ken, um, I'd like to try that. I think that's interesting. I'd like to add that to my scent library. Um, <laughs> I like smelling someone with just a soft smell. That's called fer pheromones, baby, right? Pheromones. I didn't know tobacco had a sweet smell, but I would. A, a tobacco barn would be very interesting. A tobacco barn would be very interesting. I've never had that experience. Um, Jovan Musk. Yep. Uh, hey, just let me sweat on you, Cindy. Um, so Sean says you and your kids still have cap guns. I think cap guns are the bomb, right? I don't even think, can, can you buy toy guns anymore, anywhere? Can you buy them anywhere um, out there at all? Uh, and, you know, I used to, when we were kids, it was the TG and Y. Did you have TG and Ys? TG and Ys. And, but now you, uh, it's almost like they're not even in Walmart anymore. It's like, the, you know, stupid literal, uh, literal that if you look at a gun, it's going to do it, right? Uh, Nurse Knight says her HB, uh, HEB has them. Okay. Jack Daniels Distillery. Never walked in, but I can imagine that. I did like the smell in uh, Ireland of Guinness. I'm not a Guinness drinker. I, I don't like, I don't like uh, dark beers. They just don't do it for me. But I went to the Guinness factory in Ireland where they created it all, right? And Guinness had all these minerals, has all these minerals and vitamins in it. It was actually considered a lunch. Did you know that? I didn't know that until I got there. And all the folks were called Guinness men because Guinness, aside from the factory, everybody lived on the property. So they took care of the workers. They took care of their families. They gave them all a home. And the top cush job was to be a Guinness man, right? And Guinness... Uh, evidently, they put 21% more alcohol in the beer to make it survive the shipping to the United States. So the Guinness we taste here, even if you like Guinness, it's completely different at the factory. And so I had it at the uh, factory, right? I had it at the factory. And it's night and day different. I don't even know what it is. I love citrus. Do you take the peels and twist it and watch the little spritz go? Orange. You want to change your mood? Orange peel. Cedar. I love cedar. I saw somebody said they love uh, walnut, red cedar and walnut. I love I love anything wood shop, planing, sanding. You're right. Exactly. Uh, I like Belgian beer myself. Yes, I do. I like Belgian beer. I don't like the dark beers. I like Belgian beer. Now, Don, Dave, are you saying Guinness smells super good or your guineas smell super good? Frankly, I've never smelled the guinea. They run from me and scream, but I've never smelled them. But if that one's, but I can imagine it. Harvest time, I like the smell of hyphenizing. I like that. I like the smell of fresh tilled ground. 
there is something magical, something magical about when you first till the ground. It's just amazing. By the way, some people, I like the smell of skunky beer. Uh, skunks splattered on the highway when you smell them do not offend me. Skunk, skunking, skunky smell early morning when there's a little bit of fog and dew reminds me of getting up early, early in the springs. Uh, I obviously love the smell of books, <laughs> leather covered books. There you go. Um, right. But I don't, I don't hate some of y'all say skunk smell. I don't hate skunk smell. Isn't that weird? It's it, but it's gotta be something that goes back to my outdoor childhood. I don't necessarily, uh, know why, but it brings me really interesting smells right um etc uh, somebody says on 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 rumble the smell of beehive when you first open the lid beeswax and honey there you go i can agree with that one there you go uh i like that and and the coffee and we we got on this because we were talking about coffee let me tell you some other weird coffee facts that you probably didn't know and if you have election questions just ask them folks i'll, I'll find them i'll get to them uh here you go uh, scientists found that merely inhaling a lungful of brewing coffee activates your brain. Fresh skunk on a wet dog. There you go, Chris. <laughs> that just smelling coffee, fresh cut clover hay, fresh cut alfalfa. There you go. There you go. But if you don't have allergies, right? Um, literally right? Literally. Um, just smelling coffee can wake you up. Carby says, oh no, I can live without knowing what honey smells like. Carby, I have a question for you. Do you have some weird reason why you don't like blondes with green eyes? You know, honey's blonde with green eyes. It's, God, you, you discriminate. <laughs> Clothes. Clothes are okay. Clothes are okay. Silage. Yep. Silage. When everything's cut, etc. Uh, when you peel, I love this as a kid. I always wanted to open the coffee. Were you the same way? When you peel the vacuum seal off a new cow of coffee. There you go. Sean, this is right. This is another one. When you go outside, you smell uh, cow shit and salt water. Licorice. You better believe it, right? You better believe it. Antique shops. Absolutely. Right. Horse shit, cow shit. It, 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 there's very something uh, grounding in that for me. I don't know why, but all of these, and again, it's got to be my outdoor. And by the way, uh, just so you understand what we're doing today, it's my, uh, not my normal day. We're just having coffee, chat, and crap, literally. Uh, we were talking about this Sumatran sea bat, which is a cat of some sort that eats coffee and poops it, right? That is what started this conversation. It's $600 a pound. Then you guys, friends and family here, uh, offered other stuff. What we've learned this morning is wombats poop squares. I had no idea. 
and that the artificial vanilla flavoring is made from the anal glands of beavers. Some of the shit we learn here. Okay. How much, how much is the most coffee? What do you think the world record for the most coffee drink in a, in a day, a seven hour day, 82 cups of coffee, 82 cups of coffee. The largest cup of coffee ever made in the world contained 3,700 gallons, by the way, folks, and don't cheat and don't cheat a peach orchard, honey's peach, all kinds of great smells. You're right. Um, Literally, cow shit smells best in the spring. You're right. All that green grass is is interesting, right? Uh, turkey in the oven. Turkey in the oven. It's amazing how smells modified modify our our feelings and uh, whatever. Did you catch my joke? <laughs> you you caught that joke, didn't you? Some of them went. <clears throat> <laughs> 82 cups. Yes, you would have a stroke. Here's one for you. Okay. The word coffee comes from the Arabic word, uh, kwawa, Q-A-H-W-U-H, kwawa, or W-A-H, Q-A-H-W-A-H, kwawa, which basically means wine. Uh, others say it's the wine of Islam, which is coffee. It, kwawa became Kaba in Turkish, Kaba, which became Kofi in Dutch and coffee in English. Okay? Coffee in English. Zod, our buddy over in Australia, says 15 to 20 mugs a day. That's a shitload of coffee. That is a lot of coffee, right? Fresh steak on a campfire. Bingo. There you go, Janet. Fresh steak on a, a campfire. That's a good one, right? Uh, I can I can imagine I can imagine uh, that one. Um, here you go. Here's another one. Okay. Do you know how coffee was discovered? Since we're all having coffee together, do you know the the story about hang on, how coffee was discovered? Johnny Cat has five pots a day. Holy shit! Paula Shabbat Shalom. Thank you. I, I do one of these. I used to could drink it all day. I don't now. Right? Uh, Wood-fired barbecue. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Coffee was discovered by a goat farmer. I, I didn't know this. It was basically an Ethiopian, makes sense, Ethiopian shepherd in the ninth century. So that's around the year 800, in the 800s. Ninth century discovered uh, this being coffee had magical powers when he was herding his goats through. Evidently, there was coffee around. He was herding his goats through it, and his hurt his goats began dancing. Right? Uh, yeah, uh, you know, goats do dance. Goats love to dance and jump around. But evidently, his goats went nuts. And he had uh, noticed that they were eating uh, berries off the bush. And that is what began, right? 
the history of nature's legal speed. Coffee. Isn't that interesting? Coffee. I didn't know that. Coffee can cause the strokes, right? It can exhaust you. There are times when I drink coffee, but I have to stop. My life is such an intense stress at time. I, uh, sometimes it'll kind of wind me. So I have to stop for a few weeks and I'll do, not do it. Okay. Here's an interesting one for you. Um, did you know that many times during history, Shelly says she likes the smell of rubber at the racetrack. Uh, yes, that. I, I like that too. I don't know if you know, I used to have a NASCAR uh, race team, which I sponsored. And I, and I, and I, I never had really gotten into it until I became a sponsor and un, underwrote a team. And it's interesting when you're down on the track and those cars go by a NASCAR, that compression, right? I had no idea. I had no idea. Anyway, look. Here's an interesting one. In the 16th century, so we're talking in the years 1500s, Muslim rulers banned coffee because they were suspicious of its stimulating effects on the human brain. Here's another one. Ready for this? At the same time, coffee, ready? The coffee was condemned in Christendom as the drink of Satan. Did you know that it was condemned as the drink of Satan for centuries? And it's but but it's because it went back to its Islamic roots in the 1700s. Coffee paraphernalia, coffee mugs, coffee pots. That was be like if you were smoking dope. Coffee paraphernalia was outlawed. Uh, Frederick the Great of Prussia, one of my ancestors, uh, in the late 1700s. Again, he felt coffee was the drink of Satan. I'm shaming my grandfather. Uh, he had a secret police. They were called the Coffee Schnufflers. Coffee Schnufflers. Right? Coffee Schnufflers. Basically, those were coffee sniffers. It was police whose role was to sniff out and punish anyone found trafficking in the magical bean of coffee. By the way, uh, Bobby, I still have yet to have authentic absinthe. And it's one of the things I want to do, you know, where you pour it over the ice cube and it's chilled and stuff. And you know, it's made from wormwood, but uh, I'd never do that. Uh, speaking, uh, hey, box comp, one of box compositions was uh, on coffee, right? Uh, here's another one. Beethoven, okay? Beethoven and uh, his coffee, he was such a, a, a coffee fanatic. Beethoven, there was a Beethoven? Yeah, I guess it was Beethoven. I got to make sure. Hang on. Let me see if I can find where that was. I just read this. Okay. Shit. Hang on. Beethoven's coffee had to be made. There it is. 
exactly with 60 coffee beans, period. He was a coffee fanatic. Voltaire, Balzac, you know, the authors, they drank 50 cups of coffee a day. Composer, composer Ludwig von Beethoven uh, had to have exactly 60 beans in his coffee. Here's an interesting one I found interesting. You'll like this. In 2010, British scientists devised a car that ran entirely on used coffee grounds. It was known as the Car Pacino. It successfully made the 250-mile trek between Manchester and London using the equivalent of enough coffee to make 11,000 espressos. And in 2013, a converted Ford pickup that heated coffee bean husk in an onboard stove was able to reach 65 miles an hour. That's interesting. Uh, 007 Patry has an interesting smell. Uh, Patry, I, I won't put it on the screen, but I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Peter, our buddy over in Ireland, wants impeachment. Joe's Coffee. To be impeached, impeachment would be great, right? Open in a cedar chest. I love that, uh, etc. cetera. Uh, and, and right, I always thought espresso was stronger. It's not. Um, classical music, your, your brain will grow. I do that. Okay, let's see if I've got any uh, election questions. Yes, tomatoes were supposed to be uh, poison, right? Henry's uh, says he used to enjoy the smell of marijuana. That's why you see Henry's photos there. He's perpetually smiling, thinking of his days smelling marijuana. <laughs> Sean loves the smell of gasoline and burnt rubber. Gasoline has a problem, but you get too close on that, boy, I'm telling you, right? Uh, interesting. Walking around in thrift stores and it smelled the grandma. Yep, you kind of have that smell, right? I understand. Uh, no more Carrie Lake losses. Carrie Lake is going to get her day in court. Uh, after double appeals, uh, Superior Court booted it out, lower court booted it out. Then she got it back on appeal. Appeal said, okay, we'll listen to it in March. That has been expedited to February 1. February 1. Henry, they're saying they're very glad you didn't inhale. Um, but February 1, we'll see. What I'm most interested in is it might be a chance that all 10 items that are in challenge in her case, where the one judge only allowed two in, it might not be just about the getting the two in, but it might be able to offer the uh, other eight in. Bro, uh, bro says, can you please tutor attorneys? Uh, the reality is I do. I was talking about this last night with another patriot that's in Arizona. And it does not matter what we do with the attorneys. I communicate with them all and we go through it and I train all of them, especially the, the research ones. Uh, 
certain ones don't take any training and decide they're going to go with what they're going to go with, what they're going to go with. And that's kind of how they do it. And so it really doesn't matter how much we do it. They're going to do their own thing. Yarla, uh, Laura says smudges. I love smudges, by the way. White sage, pipe tobacco, cedar, sweetgrass. I've never seen that smudge. I love sage, uh, white sage smudges with sweet grass. I've done that. I've never heard of the one with uh, pipe tobacco and cedar. I can imagine that's wonderful. I like smudges. I like smudges. The Brunson brothers are redoing. They've got uh, two more suits in the works you haven't heard about. They uh, are in process and they'll be heard. Dave Jose. Dave Jose is absolutely brilliant. You have to understand the attorneys make those decisions. I've battled this out with a lot of them. And if they don't want to use the jurats, they're just not going to freaking use the jurats, right? The jurats. And no matter how much we push. Miss Vicky says silver sage grown at 5,000 feet. I'd have to look specifically, but if that's a good one, I'll try it, right? I'll try it um, and see. Um, the, the Brinson case, Julie, I think was accelerated on demand. You know, you can get on a Supreme Court docket and they could just, you know, they could push it a year out, two years out, whatever they want to do. And, um, so um, there was a, a request to accelerate and the request of acceleration is what they did, but that doesn't mean they're going to hear it. That it means that it was a pensive subject that was timely. Therefore, they did it. Uh, Peter, I haven't done Twitter spaces yet. I'm going to work on it. I'm going to work on it. Um, but I haven't done it yet. I got to figure it out. A lot of people are raving about it, uh, et cetera. How is Mike doing with the Republican national chair? Um, it's really interesting. And I shared with you, you know, Mike and my conversation on it, but some of these Republican people that are going to vote in the convention, they're just such system fucking nitwits, right? I mean, arrogant shits. One of these guys basically said, well, I haven't heard from Mike and he hasn't called me personally, and because he hasn't called me personally, he must not be a serious candidate. And then because all of you are emailing these people, he would send out emails, don't, don't email me again. I think his name was Fry, right? Fry was his name. Um, it's like, fuck you, right? Who are you to tell people, don't email me again? That's a lawmaker. You have to get their ass out of government. You've got to get their ass out of government. If a lawmaker tells you, when you call me, when I, this is part of what I pissed off the lawmakers in Arizona. When they wanted to cut corners and not do every single ballot and all stuff, uh, y'all pushed on them. And the, one of the lawmakers called me and said, how dare you get people to email me? How dare you give my email? And I said, you know, it's on your website. Well, how dare you get them to reach out to me? I don't want to hear from people. 
Are you kidding me? Your lawmakers don't want to hear from you? Uh, can you say, fuck you? That should be, that should be, uh, they should be praising and thinking for that, right? They should be, they should be, if I was running for office, let me tell you what I would do is I was running for office. I was a president, if I was a senator, if I was anything. Number one, I would talk to you every day. I would have a set amount of time where I'd come on and all week you send in your questions and all I do is answer questions. Boom, 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 boom. That's it. And then at different times during uh, the month, maybe once a month, I would um, literally, by the way, who did that? Hang on. Charity, you're right. We should probably publish those. I'm actually going to do that. Publish those emails and embarrass the shit out of them. Anyway, I would, uh, once a month, I'd open it up and, and talk. I'd, I'd, I'd talk. I would let people talk. I would have set-aside days at the White House, locked in my schedule. I'd never run for politics, but this is what I would do. I would go back to the times long ago when anybody could walk in and see the president. Did you know that? I would go back to a time to where for a day or two days or a long weekend, I don't care what it is, if you came to D.C. and you get in, and I'm not saying I'm running, I never will, but if you came to D.C. and you set a time and you kind of went through everything, I would literally take the time to meet you. You get to ask me one question. I give me an answer and you move out, right? And, and you take a photo with me. I would do that. That's how it used to be. You could walk to, into the White House and you could ask your president questions. I'd go back to that. I would go back to that. And I think that's what people need. I think that's why people like Carrie Lake, because she makes herself available. And that's the way our politicians should be. I don't get why our politicians don't do that. Now, I know they want to find anything they can to embarrass you. But you know what? It doesn't matter. Any interview you're going to do, they're going to try to embarrass you. That's just the way it is. So why, why shy from it? Be out there, do it. Theodore Roosevelt used to go across the country uh, on his little train stop, right? Even when he got shot, most people don't know that. But even when he got shot, a few hours later, he was still back up on the back of that train, meeting people. That's what I would do. And that's what we have to go back to. I can never run for politics. But I would do it, I would do it differently. I would do it differently than than they do it now.
I would never trust a politician that was not going to be transparent. If I was like a rep or a congressperson, I would have it where each district has its own day that I'm in. And it may, maybe even if it's only 30 minutes, you get cleared, you get registered. I know who you are. I know you're in that uh, district or my district or whatever. Ask your questions. And that's your block. And then you go to the next one. And that's your block. And this is your block. And make sure they have direct access to you. But, but here's why that doesn't work. If you go to uh, what was going on with Carrie Lake, um, and by the way, she'll be back on the program, Harmy and them, when Harmy and them were in Arizona, they shut down interviews for people that they didn't want. They made sure those interviews weren't done. Well, Kim, in Sweden, thank you for joining in. And what a wonderful country you live in. Thank you very much. Um, but that's what I would do. I would just, I, I would do it. If, if you want to win these days, you talk to the public. It is the public that does it. Not you. Not you. It is the public that makes this work. And you have to do that. Helen said they had a representative that came to the courthouse monthly to visit. I love that. That's what should happen. The people's politicians is what we have to get back to. That's what we lost. Anyway, let me give you some of these uh, lesser known facts. I'm going to have to investigate that coffee bean truck. That's very interesting, especially with the many coffee stories you got. Okay. Uh, coffee is actually a fruit. It's a pit of a berry. Uh, so it's a fruit. Um, etc. Uh, <laughs> here's an interesting one. In Turkey, not providing your wife enough coffee is grounds for di divorce. True. Although it's a double entendre. Uh, true. Grounds for divorce. Americano coffee, which I love, started in World War II because the soldiers found espresso to be too stout. In Japan, they have a spa, which you can swim around in a swimming pool that is filled with coffee. You can do that in a coffee pool. You can do it in a green tea pool, a wine pool, a sake pool, and a chocolate pool. The oldest cat ever in the Guinness World Book of Records that lived 38 years long, okay, uh, Cream Puff was this cat's name, drank coffee and had bacon and eggs every day. Ended up being the longest living cat ever. Says coffee has health benefits, packed with nutrients, antioxidants, been linked to help prevent diabetes, endometrial cancer, heart disease, liver disease, Parkinson's, and Alzheimer's. Uh, but drinking too much coffee can cause heart palpitation, headaches, mood swings, and seizures. It would take about 100 cups of coffee to kill you. That's how much caffeine, pure caffeine, in its pure form will kill you dead. And then last but not least, it says conservative, conservative women who drink a lot of coffee are known to send nude photos to the fellows they watch on TV every morning. 
awesome. I never knew that fact. Uh, Denise says, growth, it stunts your growth. I'm 5'1". Tiny women are the bomb. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Who peed in the coffee pool? <laughs> and Ray, I'm actually myself too. I'm going to go have eggs and bacon and sausage. I love pan sausage. I will eat link sausage. Yes, I'm a two who eats pork. I will eat link sausages and I love uh, bacon. But something I love better than bacon is I love, I love uh, pan sausage. Pan sausage. Janet, I know. Tiny women are the best. Um, <laughs> okay, Van, can you please tell me if there were shrink to fit in the America audit? I didn't notice any. Yes, there were. I can't tell you how many, but yes, there were. I think they were testing it out, how it would work. I think they were testing it out. Yes. Center cut thick bacon. See, but that's the problem, right? That's the problem. Only you and Foxy Joe send me those damn naked photos. The ladies don't do it. You guys show me your, your schlongs all the time. I mean, it's like a fucking sausage fest, but that's not what I want. Come on, guys. Be fair. Well, why aren't the ladies sending them? I've, I've seen your schlong. I've, I've seen Joe's schlong. I mean, come on. <laughs> Scrambled eggs with sausage are the best. The best. You know what's even interesting, too? I'll tell you one, and, and I'll end on this. Lightly or, or take uh, uh, pan sausage, you know, the tube. Take pan sausage. Scramble it up right? Cook it up. Uh, throw in, uh, get, have you some scrambled eggs too, make them separate. Scramble you some onions and jalapenos, right? You can also do bacon. I like to throw in fresh corn. Have all that. Pan, pan sausage just means it's a patty. You mash it into a patty. Anyway, cook all of those separate Make use cornbread, mix it in the cornbread, put it in your cast iron pan, get the skillet really hot with a little oil, pull all that batter in, let it make the bottom crunchy, pop it in the oven, and have breakfast cornbread. Kind of like breakfast burritos, but in cornbread. Breakfast cornbread. It's the bomb. Special. Oh, Lisa says she's four foot eleven. Look at that. You call that cow cowboy cornbread? Is that what you call it? Cowboy cornbread? Anyway, that's the way you do it. But save your bacon grease because that's got to be the grease in the bottom of your cast iron pan. But you got to make. You got to really get it hot. Then pour in your batter. It makes that crunchy crust on the bottom. Right. Uh, I love that. Gravy with jalapenos make you shit. Oh, I'm sorry. Gravy with jalapenos is the shit. You're exactly right. <laughs> cornbread and buttermilk. I love that. Guys, if you haven't tried it, your extra cornbread that's left over and it's cold, 
crumble it up, right? Put it in a bowl, pour, pour uh, buttermilk over it. Helen, you're five foot five? Really? I never noticed that. I, I could have swore. Well, I was only looking at the top of your head all the time, but I could have swore you were really small. Five foot five. Must have been on your knees. Um. <laughs> oh, man. Uh. <laughs> don't give me any, don't give me any material, guys. Don't give me any material. Right. If I can use it, if I can turn your words against you, I'm going to I'm going to turn your words against you. <laughs> Cornbread, milk and syrup. Haven't tried that one. Haven't tried that one. Anyway, I am going to uh, go have some breakfast. I am going to have probably four or five uh, fried eggs. I like them over hard. Fresh sliced tomatoes. That's why I did it, Joe. Fresh sliced tomato um, and several pan sausages and bacon and some good coffee. If I'm good coffee, right? Janet, I need you to bomb. Um, and so have a good day. Uh, I know we talked a lot about coffee and weird stuff, but I just thought we'd kind of have a conversation today. I appreciate every one of you. I appreciate you being here. Uh, Susie says, do you think the GOP or Michigan can actually help change this? A good GOP chair? I do, but I don't know who the people are in Michigan. I've seen just so much fighting in Michigan, so much fighting for positioning it's not same thing in arizona i think they're having a, a vote this mo morning for their gop chairs and i just i i don't know some of them are now auditors you know going to go into the audit business that bugs me um not because it's the audit business but there is no business in the audit we should be working on other things or bragging about, I got the chair seat. You got to be, you got to be, oh, it's Christina Caramo. I never met her. I haven't heard anything bad about her, but I know she bought into a lot of the Michigan crap, especially a lot of the Michigan crap about me. Um, I don't know. DePerno's running. DePerno's running for chairmanship of the RNC. That's interesting. That's interesting. Um, hmm. Thank you very much, Jane. I really appreciate it. That's very interesting. Anyway, guys, y'all have a great day. Um, I just decided to kind of be a little bit more casual today. Let's kind of catch up. And where you just kind of join me for coffee chat and crap, right? Go get you some cat poop coffee. If anybody's ever actually had it, I mean, truly, truly had it, let me know, right? Remember that coffee puts that forever grin on your face. Just ask Theodore Roosevelt. And think about all the great things you learned, like square wombat poop. I had no idea. That's how educational this program, <laughs> that's how educational this program can be. And yes, guys. I will, I will 
keep Twitch going. I know y'all love it. Thank you very much. I appreciate you all very much. Have a great day. Four. Yes, four. Four things are killing America. Critical race theory, teaching our children. Racism is based on the color of your skin. Black Lives Matter is just a cover for introducing Marxism. The trans agenda, making our boys into girls and our girls into boys. And the illegal invasion of our borders. Four. Yep, four. Four mega companies control the big money funnel. These four companies are investing in Black Lives Matter, critical race theories, and the things that are killing America. They control 22. $22 trillion, and it's your money. If you started counting that money, $1 at a time, every one second, starting right now, well, you'd be done in 697,615 years. That's how much power they have over us, folks. How do we save America? It's easy. Take your money back. Go to makewokegobroke.click and learn how. Take your money back. Go to makewokegobroke.click. Take your money back, folks. It's your money. Go to makewokegobroke.click and learn how to save America from socialism.